Fire up that Walkman. It's time for Scale and Shadow, a Dungeon World actual play inspired by movies, music, and D&D modules of the 1980s. Brought to you by This American Dice. The Golden Age is long over. Whether by cruel kings, savage beasts, or unwise wizards wielding forgotten magics too great to be contained, dark times are upon us. The only hope for a comfortable life is to delve into what ruins remain to plunder the treasures of our ancestors, to sell to the greedy and the foolish. Be warned. As it flies to a candle, the worst monsters are drawn to the brightest lights, and no one is left to save you in the darkness. The heroes of legend have died long ago. All that remains is scale and shadow. I think you were kind of aiming this wand, right? Yeah. Gonna fire it off. Yeah. Let's, see, let's, let's do it. Let's do wand nonsense. Intelligence. So I got a 11. Very nice. So we have to choose a word. It's not really any help. Let's go with a uh, helfer. Well, it looks like hellfire to me. You mentioned fireball, so it seems to be good. It's number 12. I don't know if that works. Is that the one you want to go with? Sure. Okay, cross it off then if you want. Who, who are you aiming it at? The zombies. In the cell with him? So maybe you should not do that yet. <laughs> So there's like they're like all in the cell with them. Yeah, but you're just kind of pointing it into the cell, I assume. Yeah, I guess if they're all in there, screw it. That'd be fine. Yeah, I'm fireproof. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be okay. Can't win if you don't play. Yeah. Okay. So, and you, you got like an eleven or something. Yeah. Okay. Time stops for you for a second. Cool. And in the via cell, this horrifying like tear in reality opens up, and I don't know how. But you know this is a portal into hell. Oh, cool! Describe how what horrifying demon monster comes out of it to me. Oof! I think we're going to go with it is a. It's like a seven foot tall, kind of like warthog monster, and it stands on its hind legs. There's these giant tusks that come out, and it has like like these weird like demon wings out of its back. Uh-huh. And it's and it's also like covered in like porcupine spikes all along its back as well. Yep. Ooh, that's very cool. And um, it says words to you, and it's almost like uh, it sounds like just if you broke glass and just kind of rubbed them together. It's just oh, that's like, a good word. This is uncomfortable. I don't like hearing this. Cool. But within your mind, you can hear that it, it's saying to you. Tell me your name. I'm gonna tell it. We're gonna go with Quan. Okay. <laughs> that seems messed up. Why wouldn't you just make up a name? <laughs> I feel like it needs a real name with like power behind it. I mean, people that there are all sorts of names, man. <laughs> John. <laughs> and then time. Hey, you're looking and go with your name. Uh, right? I am. You're looking at me. And then time. Time is still like stopped for you. And he kind of steps out of this portal, and um, it's in this. It kind of just moves these zombies and Caster and mm-hmm. Edric aside, and it says, um, like, kind of asking which one of these are going to survive. Uh, we're going to go with the, uh, the Caster and the uh, other one, Edric. I'll say, uh, yeah. 
like, I guess their names. It's probably like a dude who can figure out some kind of powers. Yeah. So um, give this demon a lot of names. So, yep, yep, that seems okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, tell me how it just destroys these zombies beyond any. Like, there, there's no way they can do that. I think that, um, I think that it just, like, sets them on fire, but it's a fire that will, like, literally never go mm-hmm. So these, like, things are on fire for all eternity at this point. Oh, nice. I love it. <laughs> and then, um, does, does it have, like, claws, or does it have, like, warthog? Like, what are his hands like? Trotters is what a pig's little feet are called. Yeah, or, or I guess to you guys, what what are its hands like? Yeah, what do we got for hands? I think they're just meat hooks. Oh, it's just two meat hooks. All right, sure. I have one out of a wrist. That's awesome. So, um, it, it's got like <laughs> I don't, I I'm not usually this crazy. I don't know. Um, it kind of takes these into like an X, you know, and goes on the the side of the the cell wall, you know, and just kind of like rips the uh, wall in half, like it's like. Flesh from a meat hook, and it comes out and starts trotting to um, Ren, and it's um, about to kill her. It's about to light her on fire too. Oh, I didn't answer. Oh, nuts. Unless you unless you do something about it, probably tell her name. Her Ren's her name. Yeah, sure. It's just because everybody's name. Everybody else. Probably this man. Also this man. Kazera. Yeah. Well, balls. And then kind of just looks around and um. It probably sets the other, like, wiggling zombies on fire, too. Seems good. And then it just kind of, Oh, like, no, and that guy that, uh... Oh, God, yeah. 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 Oh, they are conscious guy. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad, dude. <laughs> Whatever that dude's name I remember his name. Oops. And then how tall do you see? Like, seven or eight tall. Seven or eight feet, yeah. And then it kind of just, um, like, stomps over to you and just kind of, like, bends down, just kind of looks you in the, in the eye, and it's, you can see, like, the fire behind its eye. Mm-hmm. And just does, like, the warthog, like, snort at you, just kind of try to intimidate you and it sees that you're like holding this wand still and just narrows its eyes and just like trots away and back into this um tear in reality and it just seals up and you guys like time goes back and then for, for you everybody else everything several things around you burst into flame yeah i think um <laughs> and you guys have been moved oh well yeah. we, well, we <laughs> had been we had been pushed by you were pushed yeah. by the zombies, and then it came and then in it and moved things. Did it physically move us, or was that like a yeah representational or symbolic move? No, I think it, like it moved you, but it's not, probably okay. not enough for you to like recognize. And the wall is like torn, like as if sure. You know, oh, but I a think that hook. I think that they the zombies had pushed us into the cell, mm-hmm. and so they were closer to the door. Yeah, well, the thing. Pu- yeah, the thing fine. pushed us like. Uh, to one side, and so, like, when the things burst, like, Castor and Edric jump. Oh, yeah. He, but okay. they jump in a way that, like, previously it had been the exact opposite way that they were trying to go, where they're like, oh, <laughs> shit, and they're now jump fur- oh, yeah. farther into this cell because they're, like, trying to get away from these flames. After, after that, like, he just they just try to figure out what the fuck's happening. Yeah, and I feel just these zombies that were, you know, alive are just kind of, just, like, their flesh is, like, melting off. Mm-hmm. And just, like, uh, they kind of fall down and just almost end up like disgusting puddles and the fire doesn't go out. Yeah. You can it's kind still of, like, burning. Move past it. It's not like a defy danger or anything. Sure. And you said these cell doors aren't locked, so they're closed, but we just open it not again. Not anymore. It's, it's completely ripped off. Oh, of the cell that you guys came in. Okay. That, so then we just, <laughs> those meat hooks just like, okay. Destroyed it. Then, yeah. So then, uh, Castor and Edric just scooch by. Yeah. 
those bodies and come back out and are like, hell of a move. Patrick's wild, you know, there's no way to anticipate what can happen with Magic. I mean. <laughs> All right. And you guys have been moved. Oh, well, yeah. we, well we, <laughs> had been, we had been pushed by... You were pushed yeah. by the zombies, and then it came and then in it and moved things. Did it physically move us, or was that like a yeah representational or symbolic move? No, I think it, like it moved you, but it's not, okay. probably not enough for you to like recognize, and <laughs> the wall is like... Torn oh, like as if sure you know, when the things burst like Castor and Edric jump oh yeah but they jump in a way that like previously it had been the exact opposite way that they were trying to go where they're like oh shit and they're now jump fur- oh, yeah. farther into this cell because they're like trying to get away from these flames yeah and I feel just like their flesh is like melting off mm-hmm. just, just like a they kind of fall down in disgusting puddles and the fire doesn't go out yeah it's still of, burning like, move past it it's not like a defy danger or anything sure. But, and you said these cell doors aren't locked, so they're closed, but we just open it Not again? Not anymore. It's it's completely ripped off. Oh. Of the cell that you guys came in. Okay. That, so then we just Those meat hooks just, like, okay. destroyed it. Then, yeah, so then Castor uh, and Edric just scooch by yeah. those bodies and come back out and are like, hell of a move. Patrick's wild. You know, there's no way to anticipate what can happen with Magic. I mean. <laughs> All right. All right, well... Once we get like back into the little hallway outside of the cells, I think Caster kind of like looks around at everything and kind of throws up there to everybody. I was really close. Maybe we should go back up. I mean, if we're looking for Quan, that guy, and he looks over where he'd left that <laughs> dude, and that guy's just on fire now. Yeah. And he's like, it's probably just oh. like it's a skeleton at this point. Yeah, it's just a flaming skeleton that's on the ground. He's like, Oh, that guy had said that they're in the in the swamp. Oh, we don't need to be mucking around down here. We got muck to deal with ourselves. Yeah, but he said something about going eastward. I think he said Lairth was eastward, yeah, and then the Red Tower God was in the swamp. Ooh, yeah. and I think I think when you said when you remind him, Castor's like like immediately looks in the direction he thinks east is. I don't know if he's disoriented <laughs> at this point, but he thinks he like, just looks west and he's like, this is where it is. Yeah, this way. Yeah, so to recap, the the guy who's now the skeleton, the burning skeleton guy, mm-hmm. said that Lair the late Hensonman mm-hmm, is either in the library, which is to the east, or in the tunnels, which he didn't specify where that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also said the prisoners are usually handed over to, I think I, think I said, like the weird nuns. Mm-hmm. He would take them into the swamp. Mm-hmm. But also that, theoretically, if he knows that Quan is, has some kind of relationship with Caster, that he might not be taken to the swamp. Hmm. sounds like some pretty bad news to me. Yeah, Caster's not happy about this situation. And I, uh, I feel Edric is real fucked up to you, right? Yeah, the two of us are a little fucked up. Edric more so than Caster. Oh, and I said you can't use your, yeah. your, the use of your arm is... Yeah, so one of my arms is a little, little limited. Probably not going to be able to use that until you take a, at least a sleep. Yeah, makes sense, but I feel like we should uh, clear out this room that's right here before we like, rest to make sure we don't get jumped. Sounds like you're going into that room then, alone. It sounds like <laughs> I'm suggesting to the crowd... The room at the end of the hall, where the zombies... The machine noises were coming from? Yeah, where the Cenobites came from. Yeah. All right, okay. Okay, I asked for the torch from Ren. Did she give it to me? Yeah. Don't see one up. All right, I take the torch, 
got my scimitar in my right hand and my torch in my left hand, and I'm walking in. Yeah. This is just like a real spooky, like, torture chamber. There's, like, all kinds of, there's probably, like, a rack and everything, and there's all these, like, um, Iron Maidens. Probably just, like, one or two. I suppose you don't need more than one. But, uh, probably one's fine. Like, all kinds of, like, benches and, Mm -hmm. you know, the wooden horse. I know what you're talking about. What? What? It's like basically just a triangle that you have to sit on that hurts your butthole and junk. <laughs> yeah. All uh, kinds of gross <laughs> medieval, right. like, torture-y things. My God. Okay. And it looks like they were just being used, like, obviously, like, the zombie. Oh, actually, they were used, but, like, there's all that black, what'd you call it, splooge? Exactly. <laughs> it was from my age. It's splooge. <laughs> it's just, like, uh, almost like a, a complete, oh, an almost complete layer of all this, like, black, like, congealed, disgusting filth all almost coating the floor of this place. Hmm. There's probably, like, footsteps and stuff in it. So does it seem like someone was... Well, first of all, as we're heading in there, Castro's just like, oh, boy. This is not great. Yeah, he's kind of shaking his head at that. It's a bad plan, but he uh, he hands Edric a healing potion. Sure. That uh, heals him up ten. By the way, Ren can, like, tend to the injured when we rest. Okay, I just don't know if we're going to be able to rest before we have to do another thing. Oh, you're right, yeah. you're right. But other than that, this this room is like a dead end. Like, it's just this. this is there thing. anything? Any loot? Are you looking for something? Are you going to nope. dig through? I turn some, around. Some, yeah. uh-huh. All right, go ahead. I um, the first body parts I've thrown in. Yeah, Caster's wondering, wait, were they torturing these people after they were already zombies? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. That's what Caster's wondering about. We're like... Did these people die in torture and became zombies and were just down here and like spooged around enough to make this cover- place covered in spooge? Or were they zombies and they were being tortured for their spooge? And then the spooge, then the spooge resulted similarly. All interesting thoughts. <laughs> Simulgar seems like you're trying to discern realities. Sure. So, wisdom or some so, shit? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wisdom. And pick one of those questions to, to roll with to, to be the main one you're asking. And it seems like Caster is set up to uh, assist if you need it. Well, <laughs> I'm looking for useful or valuable things. Yeah, that makes sense. Caster's looking for what happened here. Yeah. We're, we're on different sides of this equation. Uh, got a seven. It's an eight. Seven and whiz. My, one of my favorite drinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so you're looking for useful and valuable things, huh? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> There's something valuable in here. What is it? <laughs> it's not like a... Uh, it's just something that you can sell. What do you think? Oh, you it's found? just like selling things. Maybe it could be like a, a really nice, nicely carved like instrument of torture or something if you want. A pile of gold teeth. That, that's, that's very spooky. Pretty good, yeah. That, that you is go now in this world, we know that gold tooth implants exist. <laughs> what so if I rot upon this world? You have 189 coin worth of gold teeth. Oh, <laughs> impressive. Yeah. Wow, that's more than this round egg gem. Mm-hmm. Sure, 189 gold teeth. It's just 189 of the things. Um, maybe you open this um, Iron Maiden thing to. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe okay. it's like. There could be more uh, good teeth in here. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's like kind of stuck. You kind of have to like pull it open, like, you know, put some, it open. Yeah, put, put some, some force, effort put some into it. Yeah, yeah, which is rough because your hands all fucked yeah. up. But you open it up and you realize, oh, this isn't actually an Iron Maiden. This is like a secret 
like tunnel. Oh. Ooh. Oh, wow. All right. Found a little tunnel, guys. Nice. Who said what was about tunnels? Larith is in the tunnels? Possibly, yeah. That Larith was in the tunnels. Or in the library. Or, or in the library. library. Also a library. Wizards like those, right? Yeah. I'm cool with libraries. But now I am I am interested at this point into taking a rest. Yeah, you can lay down. There's plenty of benches, like I said, in here. Yeah, it's great. Lots of real estate. Just, like, squeegee them off. Yeah. Well, let's get out of this room. Sure, we can go back to, like, the entrance room. The hay, the hay bale. Sure, let's region. just go lay in the hay for a couple hours. Caster's, like, concerned about time. And so he'll kind of empathize with everybody who's not feeling great and got kind of mm-hmm. messed up. But at the same time, if we, if we don't move quickly enough where... We'll be found out. Well, not not only found out. It's like, especially if we're trying to help Quan. Oh, yeah. Ticking clock with these psychos having him in their possession. Slash whoever else they have. I'm happy to go on. Happy to rest. There's a... Yeah, there's a a few places you can hole up if you need to, but... Yeah. Time time is of the essence, too. They have to. And there's also two of those doors on the west that you didn't look through yet. Yes. The east or the west? Mm -hmm. East. Mm -hmm. So... Two to the west and one to the east. Okay. I probably said west both. That's times, fine. Didn't I? You did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's up to you guys. Onward. I'm hurting a little bit, but okay. Um, Have a healing potion. Run, like, help me, actually? Yeah, do you want to ask her for a potion, though, you don't? Can she just tend to the sick and injured? Is that another thing? Yeah, that'll be um, when you guys make camp. Oh, uh, okay. I have adventuring gear. Was that helpful? That'll be like oh no, that's like ropes. And, mm-hmm. okay. so, yeah, never mind. Or like an extra torch if you need that. Don't I've got my own now. Yeah, yeah. Ren, Ren's holding one for you at least. Well, no, I took it from her. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She's holding one for Ren. I mean, I guess I don't know. I guess we're just gonna go on. I'll just be how I am. Hey, you only need one. You only need one arm to cast spells, right? Guess so. <laughs> I'm at more than half. Of course, yeah, half health is like yeah. seven. <laughs> oh, God. If, you're, if you're like super reluctant, Caster will give you the healing potion and say like, if you really need it, there you go. So he'll just, he'll give it to you. Not like take it right now, but if you need it, okay, just take it now. Sure. Or if you need it later, take it later when you need it. So I'll hold on to the potion. That seems fine. Is that the last of them? Or? That's the last I have. Mm-hmm. So I give one to Edric and I just give one to him. Yeah. Jeez. So I guess if you're for, like uh, marching on, um, I guess I'm going to say that that like the use of your arm is going to count as a debility, sure, but which won't one? have a mechanical problem. Just yeah. fictionally, you can't use an arm. Yeah, that's fine. But you can heal it the same way you can heal a debility. Okay. Eventually, I'm not, I won't give you like a minus or anything. I feel that's that'd be dumb. And how do you heal those? You can usually use healing that's potions a, to heal healing either potion. wounds or, or or a debility. Right, yeah, with your potion. Yeah. And then similarly with sleep, can't you do the same thing, basically? Yeah, it, it takes a long time to heal a debility with sleep, but I, I told you you can, after, like, the rest, you can clear that yeah. one for okay. free. And I also all up after us. That's cool, too. So what's the point? East-West? Tunnel. Tunnel? Tunnel, right. Want to go through the tunnel, guys? Yes. Ooh, is there a way that we can maybe take some of this stuff from this torture room and uh, we can try to, like, lock up some of those other doors so that way we can't be snuck up upon from those doors we didn't go through? Two to the west? Sure. 
Or just block up the entrance to the torture room. That is a simpler way to do that. <laughs> um, the To the torture room in particular, it's like a big, like it's not really a door, it's like a hallway uh, kind of thing. Oh, uh, there's no like doors here. Mm-hmm. What about the corridor that the cells were at? Yeah, it's more of a, like a hallway kind of thing too. Mm-hmm. So your idea is just take all these like torture instruments and kind of like lock them. If there's chains or anything like that, like use that to kind of like try to shut some of these other doors. So these areas that we didn't explore, no one or nothing can come out of those rooms and sneak up behind us. I mean, there's also the same way that we came down, but... Yeah, I'll say probably not. Like, if, if you look at okay. the map, it's going to be hard. It doesn't make sense. You can, like, push them up against room. these doors, I guess, but... Yeah, let's just keep going. Anything that's strong enough to bust through them is going to be a huge problem. Anything mm-hmm. weak enough not to go through isn't going to be a problem anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll just close that Iron close. Maiden thing behind us. Uh, you know, yeah. Maybe no one else will look at this. It's a good yeah. hope and plan. So, yeah, as you kind of go through here, it's made out of that same, um, like, inky black stone stuff. Mm-hmm. It looks like this is, like, carved, like, specifically to be, you know, like, a secret tunnel system. Mm-hmm. Even creepier, it's, like, the archway of, like, a yeah. like door. Like, exactly matching. And it's, you can only go single file, absolutely. I was gonna say. And who's going first? Me. You're going first? Yep. Alright. Seems good. With the torch, that makes sense. Yes. And, and my sword out. So yeah, and it goes for a, a long way. Like, the passage is probably as long as as many, however many squares it was since you came in. Okay. So, so we're schlepping, and is it going down? Or is it just a passage kind of like relatively straight. level? It's pretty level, yeah. Okay. If it's going down, you can't really tell. Gotcha. Is this like a straight run? Um, it's going, it, I guess it does a turn, so it's going south, really. Okay. So since this is such a long schlep, at some point, Caster's going to get to thinking about what he's doing and if this is the right choice. And I feel like those are often the times that he ends up speaking with Father Turjan. Ooh, perfect. Yep. So is that an option that I can use that heirloom move? Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. All right. When you consult the spirits that reside within your signature weapon, they will give you insight relating to the current situation and might ask you some questions in return. Roll plus charisma. Weep. It's about the time I hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> that was a six. Plus zero is six. Yeah. It's just another failed move. I feel like there's not really a way to anyone to help you on that one. Yeah. No. It, does, it doesn't oh, make no. sense. There's no way. Oh, well, maybe it reassures unless, you. Unless, well, no, Edric's an NPC. <laughs> I was like, Edric might know this, have known this dude. I've given you my description of what I think Father Turjan was like, yeah, right? Yeah, the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, we're like... machine. Ian McShane. Like, I think that his whole deal had been, like, whereas, like, Castor had kind of fallen away from the church, Father Turjan had, like, lived, like, his, like, young life as a, like, a crazy, like, rogue and roustabout, mm-hmm. and then, like, afterwards eventually repented and came to the church and worked his way, became, like, very dedicated and committed to it. Well, okay. So they have kind of, like, opposite directions where they then, like, met with one another. So, is this, um... You said he, he's almost like a saint at mm-hmm. one point. Um, now that he's dead, Castor almost certainly views him that way. Yeah, like within the exactly. yeah. And you're like, it's an action, or like you're putting effort into kind of trying to talk to him. If you think that that's what I always have to do, then absolutely. Well, I was thinking that he just kind of like as this appears. as this walk was kind of long, his thoughts kind of start to wander. Of am I doing the right thing? And he would think back to advice Father Turjan had gave him, and then he would start conversing with that. 
So, for, did you add an XP? I did not. Well, now if you guys want to make camp, I'm much more uh, interested in it. I see. Oh, and now at this point, problem. no, that wasn't the problem. But uh, I was, I was like, fuck, I'm one way. It's fine if if you uh, don't usually make effort or whatever. But um, mm. you tell me how, um, from Gaster's point of view, you can tell that Tirjan was trying to say something to you, and something about the evil of this place is preventing him. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Kester's, like, mind kind of wanders. He's trying to wonder if he's doing the right thing. He's thinking, like, is is going deeper into this, like, more a quest for le- revenge than trying to get to his friend? And then he starts to, like, further wonder that. And um, he starts to wonder um, about, like, things like Father Turjan had said and he's having a hard time focusing on it because he starts to wonder about Leia. Yeah. And if he should even be down here at all doing any of this shit, including even for Quan, or shouldn't he just be... Wasn't that the whole issue? That, like, the, Leia was taken away? And, like, isn't... Is she safe? She's not involved with this particular stuff. Why is he even here? And, like, he just goes off almost on this, like, tangent. Like, like her face just kind of keeps popping in. And there's just images of her, like, threatened with violence constantly to the point where he can't focus at all on what's going on. And uh, I think as we're kind of going down, either he or Edric, I think, are taking up the rear sure. in this in case something, like, is going on. You know, Caster is, just so that this is, like, more dramatic. And he's kind of, like, falling behind of everybody as he's, like, kind of, like, thinking about this and he's looking around and he keeps, like, just imagining all these terrible things that could go on. And he's, like, very frightened. Like, he hears almost these, like, memories of... He, like, almost hears the voice, and, like, the voice is, like, quiet and, like, like as if it's super far away. And, like, the noise that he keeps hearing over it is, like, like, sounds of, like, Leia's voice in distress or that kind of thing. And, like, um, it, like no matter how much he tries to, like, focus and, like, like focus in on what should they do, what should blah, 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 the Turjan's voice seems, like, farther and farther away as if it's being, like, muffled. And his other voice seems like louder and louder and louder to the point where he's starting to think it's here rather than like just he's imagining it and he's like spooked Jeez. yeah and you, you can tell that it's the evil of this place that's preventing mm-hmm. that too who knows how you know but just like in your heart of hearts you, you're like that's why like he's trying to warn me of something mm-hmm. and then maybe as you like especially as you kind of like Leia's face is like flashing in front of you over and over again just the the last image you see is um like her face is like replaced. Look, maybe you think it's one of these zombies at first, but it's um, this person like uh, religious robes. Um, maybe the same kind that Leia had. Mm-hmm. You said she was like a cleric or something too. Yeah, she's like a nun, or she was a nun. I haven't yeah. seen her in a while. Yeah, like the white, the bright white and gold robes mm-hmm. of that, and then they're like flashed to like gross-looking, like rotted. It's like a man at this point. You can um, see that. He's, wearing this, I want to say, like, a porcelain mask that's just, like, carved with this, like, jagged, like, spiral shape. Okay. Just that person, like, maybe in the darkness, I guess, like, you're seeing this stuff, and then he just spreads these, like, glowing yellow wings behind him, and then you kind of come to him, and you're like, oh. That was a hallucination. Yeah. And that's about Jeez. the time when you and the lead, um, Kazir... 
I think Caster's like fallen way far behind these guys, like yeah. a good distance back. This is when you like you've been going in this tunnel for like a long time, and it just it's a dead end. It looks like it's like caved in almost, or someone made this a dead end. It seemed like it should go further, but it's closed off to you. Mm. Oh wow! This is like almost just a real long dead end. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Caster's behind you, freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> but he's but he's like a bunch of people behind, so because yeah. he probably doesn't even notice. Unless to... oh. I was going to say, unless the only possibility is if he's if Caster still has that light spell on his arm as he's doing this stuff, it's just all of a sudden the light that had been fairly stable becomes a fucking strobe light in the background <laughs> as he's like. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I have the torch, so I wouldn't have yeah. seen that. Okay, but yeah. someone else might. Oh, you know what? Um, I'll, I'm going to go hard on you. Um, you fall far enough behind that you're not in his presence anymore. Your light goes out. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Oh, that's cool. And that's I think scary. that's when he that, that's when he really clicks in of like, oh, this place is a place of darkness. And then the light, like that's when it clicks out. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, I'm going to discern realities on the apparent dead end. Yeah, okay. So, so I'm going for what here is not as it appears, because I'm assuming deception. Yeah, I, I feel like um, you don't have to roll for that. I'm going to give, like, you, you can just tell that this um, was probably part of the original situation of this, like, old whatever the fuck you're in. It was probably used then, but maybe, like, the stuff that's blocking it off is, like, way newer. It's probably, like, a different kind of stone, like, not this, like, evil oh, black really? stone, maybe. So you can tell that someone, like, did this to block this passage off on purpose. Just blocked off the entrance. So this doesn't look like a cave-in. It looks like a blockage, specifically. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So it's almost like now it's a dead end. You have to like backtrack. So there doesn't seem to be any way to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Um, so it would not be prudent to try to draw a ritual of power. Yeah. Okay. Although yep. uh, no, you can. It's, oh, okay. It'll be difficult, but you can think of a way to. Get rid of this, but it looks like it's ritual. constructed specifically to make this unusable anymore. Well, I have a, like I can draw on a place of power to create a magical effect, and then there's just like conditions. So I was going to try to see if I could, if I know some way to be able to maybe turn the stone to sand that we can kind of like wade yeah. through transmutation magic or something. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of options. But basically, this is like a non-combat way to use magic. I always think that whole ritual thing for wizards is super, super cool. It's like hard. But it, as as a person running a game, I remember that kind of stuff. So it was a big pain in the ass. I'm like, great. Uh, great. Yeah, I gotta figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, okay. So and the most likely one I always want to pick is like, it's going to take a really long-ass time. And it's yeah. like, that's boring, but it makes sense. Sometimes. No, I'm okay with that. So um, what does it look like? When you're, are you casting it in the tunnel? Yeah, I think I kind of like. I think I have to be fairly near to this thing to do it. I mean, make these guys like shuffle around yeah. me and like get me closer to the front. Ooh, are you? And you're trying to get rid of this barricade or just get through? You like get rid of it, like just like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like just turn it into sand and it'll just like ooh. Oh, I got a crazy idea for what it could look like, but I don't want to disrupt your... Well, yeah, I was going to say, what's, what's, like, what does it look like when you do a ritual? Oh, I think he has to, like, draw runes on the floor to help, um, like, because we talked about, like, ley lines of power before, I think he has to, like, cement the ley lines, because ley lines are very easy to, like, flow in different directions, so he has to, like, get them to stay in this place, and then he, like, 
He basically draws a bunch of runes on the floor to redirect them to do what he wants with them. Mm-hmm. But it's a little, um, I would say, like, unpredictable. It's just, it's very complicated. And so if he doesn't, like, do the right thing, it could... What are you writing the runes with? Um, I think he, like, just carries, like, chalk and shit. So. Like in your adventuring? Yeah. Gear? <laughs> Mark off a use. Um yeah, okay, so let me see these again. I get yeah. to do one to four of these, huh? Yeah. The first thing, as you're kind of chalking in these different runes and stuff, you realize like, oh, this is a place of power, but it's like incredibly evil power. Mm-hmm. And you very recently opened a portal to hell here. So you're risking danger from, I mean, the forces of hell and evil itself. Warthog man. um, You you can't really turn it to sand, but you can turn it, um, um, mute the solidness of the reality around it to kind of make it almost like, I'm thinking like a cake you can kind of like push through, but you're going to, it's almost like a a semi-liquid form. So you can go through it, but... You obviously won't be able to breathe as you're traveling through this, and the problem is you don't have any idea how long this rock is going to go, so it's like you're going to have to hold your breath and dive into this weird rock thing. Okay. So, so, like, the, uh, you can do it, but to a lesser extent. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, So just those two. Just those two? There's danger, and I can, uh, lesser extent? Well, uh... Okay. I'm willing to go through it. Oh, that's good. So, so we have canteens, right? That's like normal. Oh. Are you adventuring here? Stuff, yeah. Are you going like to put gear? liquid liquid stone into your canteen now? No, no, no. Yeah, right. I'm. You, it's definitely part of like a normal adventuring gear kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So adventuring gear as opposed to dungeon rations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to like. Drink the water and pass it around, and then like let it fill up with air. And then I'm gonna seal the medieval canteen. scuba diving. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. just some medieval scuba diving. Sure. And I'll test it out first to see like okay how much air is in this canteen, so I don't just like there's nothing left. And I don't know, is it like a full breath or like half a breath or what do you guys think? I think like it's like a usually like a water skin, right? Like a yeah. shoot bladder type yeah. thing. It's actually better than a canteen than an egg capacity because you can like squeeze it as opposed to a canteen that's like solid. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe a full breath? Yeah, sure. Okay, so then my plan is going to be I'm going to go... It smells. It smells. The I'll issue. Through the mouth of them. Yeah. Um, so I'll well. go... I'm going to leave my hat with someone because I'm afraid... <laughs> this sure. Kind of lick, this kind of viscous stone is going to mm-hmm. knock it off me anyway yeah. and get lost. Awesome. And I'm going to go through it one up to one full breath through. If I don't make it in time, I'll then take in a breath from the canteen and then go back. Mm, That's my plan. Seems good. So yeah, I guess, I guess I'm willing with these consequences to, uh, to complete my ritual Mm -hmm. and turn this stone into liquid stone. Seems fine. So what's this? What's you said you had an idea of how this looked, right? Oh, if if it was going to turn into sand, I had an idea. I also had the idea of like Beetlejuice style. He draws a door, and then the door <laughs> opens. opens. Um, I think he could still kind of do that, but like he draws like the sigils or the runes or whatever it is on mm-hmm. the 
like the side of the the hallway yeah, and like can be in like a single file almost. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I like that. So and just the uh, you know the the rectangle of this door shape yeah, is what, what turns is, uh, stuff. you know liquefied or yeah. semi liquefied. Amorphous solid Ed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, seems fine. Um, okay, so I'll give someone else the torch because that's probably not going to last. Yeah, so you do this, um, and then I'm going to do my solid stone spelunking. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I go one up to one breath through. Uh, yes, I keep my sword though. It it's longer. You use your breath; that works fine. But you yes. have to come back. Okay, so I go unless back. you want to keep going. Nope, I go back. Change the plans. Okay, so I'm going to say I've used one adventuring gear as a canteen. Yeah, you can mark down that you have a canteen yeah, somewhere, because now you just have it forever. Anybody else got canteens? I need more than one breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm thinking of fucking... Uh, if only you guys brought that 10-foot pole. I was going to say, I got 80 feet feet of late, uh, plastic pipe, and are you they going to be useful for you? <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, no. Room. That's a good idea. So, does anyone else have a canteen that they don't have to make? Like, already? Nope. Ooh. Can I say this is when you guys notice Caster's not there? It's just gone. <laughs> yeah. Now you're like, what do you what do you think? And everybody's in a single file line, and yeah, having so to get around to, each other requires like real serious like airport seat scooching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel this is this especially with this ritual and this the coming up with this strategy is taking like ten minutes at least. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, probably yeah, more. definitely at least. So Caster, what have you been doing? Um freaking out. Uh, yeah. You're he, in complete darkness. He, he freaked out. Yeah, He's in complete darkness. I think the way I described it, too, it's, like, you can't even, like, put your arms all the way out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not imagining. Like, this is, like, you... Person shaped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that terrifying anime where it's, like, shaped like a person as you go down the tunnels. That what? Way. I'll have to look that up. Um, okay. It's terrifying. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a manga, not an anime. Like a comic book. Oh, maybe I don't then. Anyway. Maybe it was an anime, too. But they, um... Okay, so ignoring the idea that, and I think part of it is just he's freaked out by all of these visions that he got, especially because they were very, like, personally, like, disturbing. Mm-hmm. You know, in reality, if they have these lights and this is a level tunnel, he would be able to see, oh, they're just there. But <laughs> well, he can't. There's, there's like yeah. Yeah, could, so maybe there's enough twists and turns or there's enough slight things where he can't. Or there's magic. Well, so it was, you were a dis such a distance away that you weren't in his presence anymore. So No, he's right. Away can't but they have, the, they have a torch. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he can't see that light. So he, Caster can touch these walls, but doesn't know which way is towards them and the way that they are, where they are supposed to be, if they are even there, and which way is back. He's completely disoriented. Okay, so it seems like, uh, fictionally, he went the wrong way, right? Because you never... It's yeah, been like ten minutes, and, and I feel to, and yeah, and on, yeah, and honestly, that makes more sense that he, like, at several points, um, I feel like Castro is usually like a fairly resolute or like decisive person, mm-hmm. and like, in this, I don't know how we would depict this in a TV show if it's supposed to be completely pitch black, but he's gone, he's changed his mind several times and flipped oh, back right. and forth, and he can't decide which way to go, and so eventually he's just like, I just have to go, and he starts like awkwardly not running but like shuffling where he's reaching out with his arm and like yeah just trying to figure out where to go and move quickly so the idea is he'll quickly get back to the thing or he'll quickly get to them and either way it'll happen soon because he's freaking out too much 
And I mean, you you get to the other side of it. You probably even like prick your hand on like the spikes of this Iron Maiden, like not to do damage or anything. Okay. You realize, like, oh, this. I don't know. Do you realize like, oh, I've gone the wrong way, or now I'm in hell? <laughs> yeah, well, he, well, yeah. He he, jam, he jams his he oh he does jam his hand on the thing, and he's like he kind of like does that, and there's just a, like a little like the little slot for the eyes, mm-hmm. and he looks through it. And pushes it open again, and we see that for sure, as the audience, that that's where he is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's gone completely the wrong way. And, this, and there was no light source here, too, so it's... it's still, like, oh, so it's shit. still so yeah. super dark, too. Okay, so no, he... so Yeah, so then he pricks his hand on the thing, and we hear the, like, of the Iron Maiden opening. Mm-hmm. And once he, like... Kind of well, I mean, his... there was all the burning zombies in the hallway. They are just on the other side. So really we can smell, he can really smell the point. smoke and the smell again, and there's like a faint glow in the distance. It's still super dark for him to see, but he can see that like he's not in that tunnel yeah. any longer. And I think that's when he. Oh wait, yeah, I've got. Okay. So if you go back into this hallway in the uh, the fiery pyre, I guess of the person that you knocked out. So. You're, you're not there. Like, there's all these, uh, you know, flaming zombies, like, on the way. But the furthest one from you, you mm-hmm. remember, oh, that's the guy I knocked out. And some, it's almost like a, like an after vision, you know? Like, when if something's really bright and you close your eyes, you can uh, still okay. see it. Like, that kind of thing. Sort of, like, it's, it's almost like it's there and not there. You see this, like, monstrous, hulking, obvious demon that's just <laughs> ripping the... Uh, like the soul of this person out of this flaming pyre. And it kind of looks at you and just makes eye contact with you. And then you kind of shake it off. Yeah. And it's, Oh, no one was there. That's great. Yeah. Caster spicy. spicy. Yeah. Spicy indeed. And then you have plenty of time to light that torch if you want. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Walks like kind of backs up towards in, back into that torture room and kind of slowly tries to, <laughs> You know, the comfortable area. <laughs> yeah, back right up into chamber. the torture room. <laughs> and yeah, so that's, yeah, he's sinks backward kind of away from all this stuff. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And so, I mean, eventually you're, you're going to meet back up with these kids. But, uh, yeah, what, what are you guys doing? How, uh, like, how viscous. has been missing. And uh, how viscous is the stone. gelatinous stone? Um. So the reason I'm asking is, could I be pulled through it with relative speed by, yeah, like, sure. three people? That's fine. Oh, so, like, we tie a rope around you and yeah. you just go. Yeah, well, now okay. you're poltergeisting on through, right? So, yes. Okay. So, it feels like uh, wading through oatmeal. Okay, so that's... Yeah, like yeah, we've all done in our lives. Yeah. yeah. I do that every weekend. I had a significant my chicken skin. pox as a boy. <laughs> the Kalmine lotion was not enough. I entered the oatmeal bath. Um, so I'm going to use another, well, so the coil of rope that I've been carrying this whole time. Yeah, for exactly this occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I will use, how long is that? Wait, 50. Yeah, 50 feet. That sounds good. Okay, sure. Rope melts in oatmeal. Fuck. No. Oh, no. Who's so I'm going to tie it around my waist, and I've got my canteen of oxygen, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go, and then I'm going to keep going, and at the point that... I'm, like, running out of breath, and I haven't made it to the other side. I'll pull the rope with, like... Three tugs means pull me back. Yeah. Kind of a deal. But So one will mean pull me back. Three will mean I made it to the other side. Because mm-hmm. it's easier if I'm, like, losing consciousness to do the one. 
Mm-hmm. Makes mm-hmm. sense. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and it takes like about two breaths, like a, a full, like your so regular breath in the canteen, and you kind of, and you're, you're pushing through, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm going. And that's about the time when you um, kind of come to the other side. Oh, okay, cool. So, so that wasn't too far. And you're, you, you have a light source? Yeah, or no, I don't. Maybe I left behind. But I would know that so, I'm no longer in oatmeal. Yeah, so yeah, come through to open stuff. air to a pitch dark room. Oh, didn't think about this. Let's see. What would it be? <laughs> I guess like loud, echoey creaking after like a second or two. Someone like scraping, what would it be? Like stone across marble, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I can't say I've necessarily heard that sound. Is this something that's like, like a deep... Like, like a gr- scratching? Or like grinding noise? Like somebody's yeah. like dragging like metal instruments? Or you're saying stone instruments? Yeah, maybe more of a like a grinding. And it seems like a, a large-ish room because it's like echoing. Okay, well I try to... And there's, it's probably like... There's not like one thing grinding, but like several things at once. Or maybe it's just the echoes. Hard to tell. It also smells like as bad as the zombie thing smelled. This smells like worse. It's almost like I might be sick now. The stench okay. chamber. Well, it took me... I have enough to get back because I could fill up the mm-hmm. canteen with the sheepskin with nasty... Stinkers. Nasty stinkers. <laughs> and make it back. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be as quiet as possible because I hear some sort of weird grinding and I'm like, oh, this is bad. And then I'm going to kind of slink back into the oatmeal and then turn around and then... Whoop. Yeah, it's like a defy danger. Sure. Oh, so you're going back through the oatmeal to go yes. back to where Simulgar yes. is? Yes. Interesting. Because it's weird and also... Not great. They don't necessarily know that it's going to take two breaths, which uh, I had okay. forgotten about. So I don't want them to die on the way. That's true. Makes sense. So that's the... Both of those are worrying in my mind. So as far as defy danger, this sounds like either enduring... Or powering through. Or I guess stealing my will, but that seems kind of weird. Yeah, probably not stealing your will, but you have I'm going to endure. Sure. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Scale and Shadow, a production of This American Dice. Scale and Shadow used the Dungeon World system by Sage Latour and Adam Koval. We drew inspiration from the Dungeon and Dragons modules Against the Cult of the Reptile God by Douglas Niles and The Village of Hamlet by Gary Gygax. Cast with Brandon as Simulgar the Wizard, Oscar as Quan the Monk, Jacob as Kuzair the Swashbuckler, and of course, Austin as Caster the Fighter. David was the Game Master. Scott provided our intro. Theme song was Mass Extinction by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Please see the show notes for a list of other music used. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend or two. If you really liked it, you could rate, review, or subscribe to This American Dice on your favorite podcatcher or on YouTube. On Fridays, we play short games here. Visit our YouTube channel on Saturdays for a classic campaign and Sundays for a classic one-shot. And, as always, join us next Thursday right here on This American Dice for another episode of Scale and Shadow. See you next time. Like, her face is, like, replaced. Oh, no. I'm gonna rap now. Um, <laughs> Hold on. I'm throw up a loop here. No. <laughs> um, it's this... It's this, uh... But you have, you have a bunch of options, so you can make it basically undoable. Dwarven so Jesus can... turned stone into hell. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Um, <laughs> yar, yar. Like, I don't know. <laughs> They're pirate dogs. Yes. Fuck it. <laughs> so. Dude. You're right. <laughs> you guys didn't hear that, like, train off the in the train. distance? Okay, I just thought it was going to keep going, so when it was just the one noise, <laughs> I was like, I was waiting to before I started to talk again. Trains aren't thunder and lightning. They don't always have to do it twice. It's not too I famous. Thought, I thought it would happen more. Um, <laughs> anyway. Where's Choo Choo? Yeah. Where, where Choo? Just Choo. Where Choo Choo? <laughs> <laughs>